I'm so glad that we are getting a lot of theatrical releases in 2023. It seems like we're getting back to some semblance of normalcy as it relates to theatrical releases. And I plan on seeing and reviewing a whole lot more movies in 2023 that I saw and reviewed in 2022. I feel the safest and the most joy in the theater and that's where I like seeing films. That's kind of why I tried to create a theater here in my basement during the pandemic because I missed going to the movies. Well, in 2023, we're getting a lot of releases that I'm uh, anticipating. And so I do have an exhaustive list um, by, I've uh, broken them down by month, but I also am looking forward to some specific films that will be released on Netflix that I'm also anticipating and excited about. So I will start with the films on Netflix this year that I am most anticipating, and then we'll jump right into the theatrical releases that I'm excited for, not only to review, but some of them I'll be hate watching. At any rate, let's jump right in. Many of these don't have a release date yet. So here's my list. Let's jump right in. They clone Tyrone with John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, Kiefer Sutherland, and Tiana Paris, and many more. Totally looking forward to that. I did review the trailer, um, and so I'm anticipating seeing what that has to offer. My, my hopes are very high, but it could be really, really funny or really, really cliche. Next up is Rustin. Now, Rustin was supposed to be released in 2022 and got pushed back to 2023. And it is stacked. It's got Jeffrey Wright, CCH Pounder, Glenn Turman, and Coleman Domingo, among a host of uh, Audra McDonald. I mean, it's stacked. I am so looking forward not only to this film and the outstanding performance that Coleman Domingo will deliver, but I am hopeful that he will be recognized by his fellow actors for an Academy Award. Speaking of films that got pushed from 2022 to 2023 and should deliver some Oscar buzz is Shirley. Shirley Chisholm will be played by none other than Regina King. Need I say more? Next up, The Killer by David Fincher. Again, must I say more? Now let's transition from Oscar buzz to action thriller, one of my favorite genres, which will star Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's entitled Helicopter Heist. Now, you can already in your mind play out the plot, but I'm excited to see that one. And it'll be on Netflix, so it's very convenient. Next up, Halle Berry in The Mothership. I have been waiting, waiting, anticipating this film. Um, she will be starring in this with Omari Hardrick, and she'll also be in another film with Mark Wahlberg. It's a spy thriller. Uh, that'll also be released on Netflix. So Hallie should have a good year. She's back in it. Next up is Axel Foley, the Beverly Hills Cop reboot, starring Eddie Murphy and a lot of 
uh, the original veterans or the original actors are returning to uh, this sequel. Now, a lot of people are a little apprehensive, even Eddie Murphy was, because he said, um, you know, we, the world sees cops differently, sees cops in a different light. And so, at any rate, uh, I'm looking forward to the Beverly Hills Cop reboot. Next is a rumor, but it might be released, and that's Bird Box 2. Some say they shouldn't even touch it. It's such a great film, but hey, they're going to either remake or do a sequel to almost everything. And lastly, Unfrosted. Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, is directing and starring in the Pop-Tart movie. <laughs> it's about the origins of Pop-Tart. Now, this one will be more comedic than that McDonald's one um, from a couple years ago, but definitely excited to see what uh, Jerry Seinfeld does with his uh, feature film directorial debut. All right, so that's Netflix. Now let's get into the theatrical releases and I'll break them down by month. All right, January, 2023, first up, House Party. At first, when they announced that they were doing a house party a few years ago, I was like, oh God, they're going to ruin it again, ruin the franchise. But after seeing the, the first trailer, I'm hopeful. I think they have a great spin. The direction seems really refreshing. So I'm looking forward to seeing House Party in the theaters. Next up, Missing. Now, Storm Reed and Nia Long will star in this. And it's interesting because uh, Euphoria has given all of its young stars this long hiatus for a couple of years so that they can work on their other projects that they had slated, like movies like this. Um, and the trailer is decent. I'm excited about it. And I'm looking forward to seeing that in at about a week. <laughs> Next up, Shotgun Wedding. Now, yes, I want to see J-Lo go back to, you know, her days of doing really great dramas and thrillers and so forth. But I, um, I am not going to hate watch this, but I will support. And hopefully it's better than the trailer. Hopefully. Okay. Next up, Alice Darling. I reviewed this one as well. Um, the trailer didn't give away too much, but for me, I feel like it's it's a little sleeping with the enemy. Hopefully there's a twist. Though. And lastly, Fear, which stars Joseph Sakura, who most remember as Tommy from Power, King Batch, he's a comedian, and T.I. But what's really driving me to see this in the theater is the co-writer and director, Dion Taylor. I love his eye, I love his work, and I always support his movies whenever I can. I am going to also make a point to support more black filmmakers in the theater. It is very important to support these theatrical releases so that we get more and so that those other uh, up and coming filmmakers get a shot at the bat. All right. Next up, February. Now, it's a little light right now, and that's probably because Knock at the Cabin um, will have long legs, hopefully, if everyone doesn't spoil it. So I'm looking forward to Knock at the Cabin. Also in February is Cocaine Bear. But for me, it'll be something I go see, you know, so I 
I probably won't have anything else to see and I'll it, it'll probably just be a fun ride based on some of the action sequences that are probably all in the trailer all right let's jump into March now in March we're getting Creed 3 yes I'll probably see it twice we're getting inside oh my goodness that I already know that it's going to be a fantastic film and I can't wait to see what the twist is because by my guesstimation, I'm thinking that this is his house and that, you know, maybe he has some mental issues or maybe he has like schizophrenia and he's trying to rob himself or something. I don't know what the twist is, but I can't wait to find out. And then of course, John Wick. Now I jumped into John Wick late and I had to go back. So I jumped into John Wick 2. I didn't see the first one. And then I went back to see the first one because as I was watching it, I didn't understand. Um, and then, uh, you know, saw John Wick 3 and now, you know, I'm on board. Uh, the trailer wasn't, well, that was a teaser. It wasn't really the best, especially we're coming off of a lot of John Wickian films uh, that didn't live up to John Wick 3 and 2. So for this trailer just felt like more like nobody than John Wick. But hopefully they'll release another trailer that'll show us that it has, you know, that it'll be the ride that we're used to by now. Coming in April. Now, April is very light, at least on my list, but I am anticipating two. First is Chevalier. Now, this film was pushed from 2022 to 2023, and it stars Kelvin Harrison Jr., Minnie Driver, Samara Weaving, and so many more. Now, I love how diverse that, uh, I love how diverse Kelvin Harrison Jr.'s portfolio is. He is very strategic in the roles that he selects for himself and for his career, and I think it's working out So for I'm him. so looking forward to Chevalier in April. The other film I'm looking forward to seeing in April is Heart of a Lion, the George Foreman biopic. Now, I'm not very excited about who's cast as George Foreman, and I don't like the title, but I'm supporting this film. I mean, it has Forrest Whitaker uh, starring in it, and there's so much you can tap into for George Foreman's life, uh, his legacy, his career, and the fact that he named all of his sons George. May. Now, May will have Fast 10, which I'm excited to see because it doesn't have Dwayne DeRock Johnson. I'm glad that, and I like him, but I'm glad he's not coming back to this franchise. I really don't think that he was the missing ingredient. Um, he did okay, but the dialogue was awful. Whoever wrote the dialogue for him, that, that dialogue was awful. I didn't like Fast 9. Fast 8 was okay. I like the action sequences, but I'm I'm glad that Dwayne DeRock Johnson is gone. I actually like the addition of Charlize Theron than I did Dwayne LaRock Johnson because they made it seem like he was a replacement for Paul Walker in a way and he just he's not the perfect that wasn't a good replacement if that was the idea I like that Charlize Theron brings some she's 
she's time enough for the for the team and i like that about her addition to the franchise so fast 10 and then finally hopefully if it doesn't get pushed back again killers of the flower moon and i'm sure it's going to be making a run for Oscars. Lastly in May is Disney's live action of The Little Mermaid. I'm excited to see what she brings to this role and I'm hoping that she's given an original song, an original song so that we can see her nominated for Best Original Song Oscar in 2024. All right, June. Of course, this one's on everybody's list across the Spider-Verse. Now, I'm only gonna be supporting this film because I want it to crack a billion. That's all. Next, Asteroid City. Wes Anderson, period. And then, War of the Worlds. Now, I wish they didn't touch it, but they did. Okay, and that's this one will star Ice Cube and Eva Longoria. Not impressed, but I'm going to support. And it's already being billed as District 9, I loved District 9 meets Unfriended. So everything will be on screen. And the way they filmed this, they filmed this during uh, the pandemic. And so everyone had their own individual movie sets where they, they uh, filmed. So we'll see. All right, July. Oh my gosh. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. This is the film that I will see at least three times in the theater. All right, then you have Barbie, which I will also see in the theaters multiple times, and Oppenheimer, which I'll probably see once. Next up, August. Okay, August has the Meg too. I saw the first Meg and it was really good, but did they need a second one? Not really, but am I gonna support because Jason Statham's in it? Yes. And then Challengers with Zendaya. Again, the stars of Euphoria are on hiatus so that they can film or so they can um, film all of the movies that they had already slated. And then Haunted Mansion. Now, I did not want this remake and I didn't want the last remake. It'll be interesting to see how they roll out the promo for that one. And then September, Denzel will be closing out the summer blockbusters with Equalizer 3. Now, I um, I loved Equalizer 2. I love what Denzel did within that film, that dramatic turn, and, and the action sequences in that hurricane. Wow. And then in September, A Haunting in Venice. I love these murder mysteries. I know people are loving like Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I didn't like Glass a Glass Onion. I like the first one. Um, I love that very much, Knives Out. I didn't really take to Glass Onion. I'm not really here for the Oscar buzz for that film, but I do love what Kenneth Branagh does with the murder mysteries because it has the nostalgic factor that murder mysteries should always have. And that's what I love about uh, his. Now, this one will be starring Kelly Riley and uh, Jamie Dornan will be in here. 
Of course, Michelle Yeoh and Tina Fey. I believe that this will be good. So I can't wait to see that one in the theaters. Then we have October. Now, The Exorcist, I grew up in DC and I'm not gonna lie, we believe The Exorcist. Like we believe this story. They're remaking it, I'm not overly enthused, but obviously I'm gonna support them. I mean, it's Leslie Odom Jr. starring, so I'll be there. I'm not excited for the November slate as it stands now. I know a lot of uh, the independent films and the Oscar baby films will land uh, on the calendar in November. So I will go support those when they have release dates, but I'm not excited for Dune. I didn't like the first Dune. I'm not excited for the Hunger Games. I never watched any of the Hunger Games and I'm not looking forward to Wish. So November is going to be dedicated to whatever the indies are that are in the theaters at that time. December 2023 will also be on the quiet side. Uh, we will see some Oscar bait on the calendar, including the Bob Marley biopic uh, that will be in limited release in December 2023. And it stars Benadir Kingsley as Bob Marley. And then we're also getting the Color Purple, the musical star, and that that cast is stacked. It's got her, Danielle Brooks, Anjanou Ellis, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., I mean, uh, David Allen Greer, it's stacked. And then we have Wonka, the musical, starring Timothy Chalamet. I'm hopeful. Hopefully it turns out. I think Timothy Chalamet is a very talented uh, character actor. Um, so we'll see how that one turns out. I'm hopeful, uh, but uh, this is a classic they really didn't have to touch, but hey, they're gonna touch everything. That's it. I know it's an exhaustive list, but I love going to the movies and I'm looking forward to seeing every last one of these. What are you excited to see in 2023?